You're tuned in to Disney Native, a podcast brought to you by two Florida-based Disney nerds. My name is Bethany. And I'm Nicole. We're here to talk about all things Disney parks and beyond. It's showtime! And we are rolling. We are rolling. So, okay, so let's talk a little bit about the Notre Dame fire. Notre Dame. So if I hear one more person say Notre Dame, I am going to cry for all of society. Notre Dame, <laughs> Our Lady of Paris. Oh, we, we. So okay, guess. so I was working, right? Just mm-hmm. clicking away, doing my stuff. Nice foley. <laughs> I thought that was your job. So David like nice good foley opens my door, which he does kind of dramatically a couple times a day, and he's like, "Did you hear?" The Notre Dame is on fire. Oh my goodness. And I look at it and I'm thinking like the university. Why are we laughing? (laughs) No, for just like a split second because I'm like, because I'm thinking David's the one time. Right. And I go, the cathedral? (laughs) And he's like, yeah. And so I'm thinking, oh, fire. I did, you know, I wasn't, I just, and I was busy. But the flame. The the flame. (laughs) (laughs) So... So later, when I had a moment, like, I went and looked it up and saw that literally Notre Dame was engulfed and they were talking about, like, catastrophic loss. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? It was Monday. It was tax day. Notre Dame was burning. I was like, this is the world. Easter was coming up. Like... I know. I was like, I cannot believe Notre Dame, probably maybe the most important Catholic church in the world. Well, then like the Vatican. It's in flames. Okay. (laughs) St. Peter's, whatever. The second most. Okay, number two. Number two. Number two. I'll give you that. Anyway, I just, I was, I was like impacted. Oh, yeah. I was like very sad Mm -hmm. as an artist as a lover of history mm-hmm. and also as a lover of Disney. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness. Have you seen the little the illustration of it's the hunchback? Like, we shared it. Well, you shared it yeah. on our well, Facebook. I shared a different one. Oh, but, okay. But yes, I did yeah. see it. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It was just very sad. And I I was super happy to see that the inside the inside's mostly intact. And mm-hmm. of course the iconic towers yes. have been preserved yes. now have you been to Notre Dame we were there almost like a year ago oh see I've not been yet and I'm very jealous it is it is incredible like I just saw and I was when it was on fire I was just like oh my gosh like we were there and, and it's just it is incredible and it's a shame the oldest state in glass though I guess did survive oh, which good. I, mean, I feel like that's a huge part of it yeah so. well that was one of the things they talked about was the stained glass and how they were like well of course we can repaint it but the paint is 800 years old yeah. and it won't be the same mm-hmm. and of course it's not going to be the same no matter yeah. what they do to it um but i mean i really thought that it might be i mean they thought yeah. that the, the flames might was, move I on think to they the said at, like if they were a half hour late they would have lost it all like oh it was very gosh. close and i mean they couldn't do anything because it wasn't safe to go in mm-hmm. and it, it was also um kind of interesting though i think it was kind of like a history lesson to the world and they were talking about like well it's all wood frame and then there's like lead and that's superheating the fire and because the way it was built like we can't just go in and um you know because people were just watching and it's Mm -hmm. like there's there's like just nothing that can be done Mm -hmm. um and of course i'm sure you heard disney donated five million dollars to the restorative Mm -hmm. effort 
which, you know, that's been a whole other like controversial thing about people donating money, Um, which, you know, believe what you want about that. But I thought that it was really beautiful that Disney, because they have a Paris park Mm -hmm. and because of their close ties to Hunchback, Mm -hmm. I thought it was um, just a really beautiful gesture Mm -hmm. that they recognize the artistic significance and they want to contribute to to bringing Mm -hmm. it back to life. And also kind of cool, too, because... If whenever you do go, it'll be different too, you know, like for other generations. Right. You know, so that's cool. And Westminster caught on fire and they repaired it. That's true. I have faith. Well, and I've seen, um, I've seen people talk about how it took like 200 years to build Notre Dame Mm -hmm. and it's been there for 800 years and how, even though it will never be the same, like this is just another part of its story. For sure. And this is like another beautiful chapter. So just because it's not the same as it's always been, it is something sad, but also this is like an exciting new sort of chapter. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Like I, yeah. I don't know if they'll do the same or switch it up a bit. It's actually, it's a lot smaller in person. Yeah. Like, I remember thinking that when we saw it, I was like, I mean, it's huge. It's enormous. But it's also, like, compared to some other churches, it's, like, I don't know, kind of in between there. Yeah. I, I just think that, you know, a lot of our churches today, they're either, like, the little, mm-hmm. like, country churches There's with the steeple, right? The people. Or your church right. is in, like, a strip mall, like yeah. mine. So these really, like, grand structures that were built with the highest of technology and the mm-hmm. highest of art, you know, we don't see that a lot anymore. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think it's, it'll be interesting to see where it goes, but I'm, I'm happy that Disney was willing to chunk some money at for it. For sure. For sure. And now I totally, I've been wanting to want to watch the Hunchback of Notre Dame again oh, anyway. Yeah. Now Good I really excuse. want to watch it again. Yeah. yeah. Mm. For sure. Oh, I like that song. I'm not going to sing it because I've been singing Oh, lately. is it the God, God bless The Outcast? Oh, oh, so good. That's one of the, I, so honestly, good. it's one of the most powerful songs in song. a Disney movie mm-hmm. ever. Like, mm-hmm. at age, like, I think I was like 10. I was like, oh, this is about humans and how we all just want to be accepted. <laughs> and I you know how I feel about Out There, even though Frollo ruins the first half of the song. <laughs> But still, like, ugh. I know. You guys, we're just, we're totally. Underrated movie. We're totally rehashing old territory. But, I I mean, it's got one of the best villains. It's got one of the best scores. Mm -hmm. The art is just beautiful. Mm -hmm. They It's on Netflix, I think. And Hulu. Like, it's on a few things. I think it is. Which, by the way, I just added a bunch of Disney movies to my queue. Because they're going to be gone. Yeah, Because of Disney+. Plus. Watch them. Did you watch Incredibles 2 yet? I have not yet. It's a good one. Because honestly, I do not think I will be purchasing Disney Plus. Oh, I 100% will be. <laughs> okay. So we'll be watching you can use Disney mine. movies. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to wait a bit because like one of the things is, so they're going to keep it family friendly, which yes. I think is totally appropriate. But so like all the stuff they own that is rated R mm-hmm. will not be there. So I'm really? wondering. Well, what about yeah. all the adventure stuff? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Or is wondering. that like in the middle? Okay. It's not well, quite naughty, but. Well, event- okay. So Marvel, the only R-rated Marvels you have are like, well, Deadpool. The Netflix ones. I think Deadpool is it. And then all well, the series that have already been Jessica canceled. Jones. No, well, no, but those, <laughs> those have already been canceled. They are canceled. Yes. But, you know, they have like a weird contract that they can, after like a year, two years, I mm-hmm. think it is, redo it. So okay. for all intents and purposes, they are canceled, but they have to be for Netflix reasons or something. Okay. There's like a weird rule about well, it. It'll be interesting to see what happens because I super hope 
as a lover of all scary things, that, like, they don't just let certain things die. Yeah. Right. Because, like, they now own, like, the Alien franchise. And oh, I better yeah. be able to watch that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm assuming what will happen is that, like, they'll keep Disney Plus family friendly and maybe still extend a license for their other properties to other streaming services. Yeah. But, like, plot twist, they own Hulu. Yeah. So maybe you need Disney Plus and Hulu That's so you can watch. Stuff. Right. All your Why Disney can't you just have like plus. a parental control like Netflix? They have like the kids channel. Yeah. Which I would not be surprised if it evolves that way. Yeah. Also, it's like cheap at first. It's like six ninety nine mm-hmm. right now. Um, and I feel like that's partially because they're going to be, like, figuring some things out. Yeah. And once they get it, like, all figured out, it's going to be more expensive and probably, I think, will include, like, all their properties. Yeah. Which, just a side note here about life in general. So, you know how we all moved away from cable? Because it's like, oh, you subscribe to one cable company and they give you all these channels. Well, here we are and we're all subscribed to, like, Netflix and Hulu mm-hmm. and Prime and everything. Well, eventually what's going to happen is someone's going to say, oh, buy my bundle of all the channels, the new like channels. So I feel like we left cable and we're going back to like probably the same kind of cable model where you buy one thing and it's got Hulu and Netflix and Disney Plus and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. Well, we'll I mean, not to get into this, but when you throw (laughs) in the next gen that's 5G services, like cable... And internet and what, like, that'll all be different. So I wonder, like, cable will be 100% gone, I think. But it will have to change to something else. Like, yes, I don't know if it will be some sort of streaming or, like, a platform. But Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, so, you know, speaking of, well, we just recorded a little bonus episode about Disney CEO and talked about, like, future Mm -hmm. innovation. Maybe Disney... Needs to be the one that leads that charge. Interesting. And says you subscribe to our service and you get all these channels. But they would have to like buy Netflix for that. And that's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean Netflix is. And obviously they're not going to acquire Amazon. But maybe. They can like. If they can. If Disney can get big enough though. They can like leech all of the good movies off of those. Mm. Off the service. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next Disney CEO. I just gave you a great idea. You're welcome. You're welcome. Anywho, <laughs> why we are gathered here today <laughs> is talk about some of the best ways to spend a non-park day at Disney. Yes. So, which we kind of like, I feel like started that off with, I don't know, maybe we did it with weird things that involve Disney. But anywho. Maybe, maybe you just stay home and have a movie based Exactly. <laughs> like, just live the Disney life from your soap. Like, get a blanket. Oh, get a Mickey like, bar from your local oh, Publix. I don't know if they still have them. St- you have to hunt for the right Publixes. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. our local one doesn't, or, like, my personal one doesn't, but the one a little little out of the way does. Which, by the way, like, we sampled yeah. the Mickey bars, and we were pleasantly surprised. Yeah, they were really good. They were very, I think, Bethany, you described fudgy. it as fudgy. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, uh, the chocolate coating was just a little thicker. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. So, if you see Mickey bars in your local store, snatch them Recommend. Up. <laughs> so recreation what are the kind of things if you don't have a disney ticket or if you're in blockout dates those <sighs> they're looming, coming up looming period of time that is coming up what are some suggestions do you have for us nicole okay so before i talk about that i have one more tiny rabbit trail oh, yes. this is the episode of rabbit trail oh, okay um there's just a lot going on right now yeah, but yeah. um however 
So blockout dates for pass holders are coming up. It's going to be, what, half of June and, like, all of July, I think, is it, our... I think officially... If okay, you're silver. The 2nd of June is when it starts, all of July. Mm-hmm. And then the 9th, which is a Friday of August. Oh. We're back in. Okay. But then, like, Star Wars is, like, in two weeks. Right. So. Okay, so this is this pertains to Star Wars. Okay. So on the Disney alumni page, which you Ooh. guys heard me mention, Facebook group for people who work or used to work for Disney... Lots of good stuff in there. They posted at Disneyland, cast members are blocked out for like three months. No. Due to Star Wars. Yes. And they are salty about it. Ooh. Which I don't blame them because, you know, working at Disney, land or yeah. world's a minimum wage job. Yeah. And one of your major perks is that you get into the parks for free. Mm-hmm. And they, those... Poor folks. Have been and they only have two parts. Three months. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's like unprecedented and people are losing their minds. Wow. Which, you know, I mean, if I was a cast member, I wouldn't want to go to Star Wars, but right. like maybe well, I just wanted to go hang. Right. I don't understand how that works if like you work a shift that day. Well, okay. So because you still have to, hmm, well, hmm. <laughs> Hmm, that's a good point because if you're already and if there you're not using fast passes shift, or anything, you're, you're just okay. So, admittedly, it's been a long time since I was a cast <laughs> member, but like, yeah, if I was working a shift and then I went down to the locker room and changed my clothes, I could just pop right back up yeah, in the right? park and nobody would know. I wouldn't have to like scan. I would, you don't. But there may be rules now in yeah, place, and if you know. get and not, you don't know what behind the scenes are like over yeah. there. But I don't know. Um, but yeah, technically, if you work a shift, you shouldn't have to like come back for the main right? day. No, I don't know about, and I don't know how Disneyland works either. I yeah. have no knowledge of Disneyland. Um, I also have no knowledge of Hollywood Studios. My area was Magic Kingdom. Um, but it would have been super easy to work a shift at Magic Kingdom and then just pop right back oh, into yeah. Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So I don't know. What ifs? I don't, and I don't know anything about Disney World, but Disneyland is, of course, way smaller mm-hmm. than Disney World. Right. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Disneyland employees are blocked out, but Disney World employees won't be. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see about that. Interesting. But it, that, just just the fact that people who have worked there for years and years and years are like, this is unprecedented, tells yeah. me that this is going to be like the most insane thing that has ever happened at Disney. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And it might even be worse at Disney World just because people are coming True. there for vacation mm-hmm. to do this. Also, by the way, the, like, Disney stars have aligned. Food and Wine Fest starts the same day that Galaxy's Edge opens. No. I, what are the odds? Who planned that <sighs> ridiculousness? It's be wild. <laughs> <laughs> not ready. Yeah. So you may not want to um, go to Disney at all. So that's August. why you're going to want these ways to yes. spend a non-park Disney day. Yes. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Okay. So we have a few different categories for you guys. Number one. We're calling it recreation, okay. as Bethany alluded to about mm-hmm. 30 minutes ago. <laughs> um, so we're going to start, we're going to talk about a little golf. Ooh. So Disney's got some golf options. Um, they have several, like, world-class golf courses. Um, I think we've decided that the top one is the Palm Golf Course. 
Those are a lot of Google. <laughs> like one of them used to be on like the PGA tour. It's not anymore. Fun fact. Even after Googling, I couldn't find a definitive answer. Uh, but we think it's the Palm Golf Course. Also, the Magnolia came up a lot. Mm-hmm. That one's really great. But there are several legit Disney golf courses. I'm not a golfer myself, so I don't necessarily know. But if you go on the Disney website or give it a Google, you can find, you know, the you best Disney golf Google. course for you. Mm-hmm. They're different prices. If you do happen to be a pass holder or a cast member, you get a discount. Nice. So that's fun. Or if you're platinum, you can go whenever. Yes. Yes. Um... But, you know, like, real golf is kind of boring for me personally. Unless you're at a golf club. Like, sign me up. I will drive you anywhere. Honestly, oh, okay. if just hire me as a golf cart driver, ready for it. Okay, I so love a golf cart. That's how I learned to drive is on a golf cart. A golf cart. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> pro tip. My parents, which I may be outing them, I don't know. But they used to call me from the golf course because my mom doesn't <laughs> golf and my dad does. They used to live right near a golf course, and my mom would make, like, <laughs> a thermos of, <laughs> like, very specifically, white Russians. Oh, ew. So she, really? would, so she would drive him around and, like, sip on her thermos while he's, like, you know, I mean, doing his thing. So apparently it's a good way to spend an afternoon. incredible. Yeah. But, of course, Disney does everything. Yeah. High quality, top of the line. And I'm going to assume their golf courses are no exception. Yeah. yeah. So if you're into golfing, definitely check check that out. Um, that's probably not going to be the cheapest way to spend your non-park Disney day. Mm-hmm. But still, like, a nice round of golf yeah. on a world-class course, it's worth it. Um, also, if you're a cast member, you get either free or discounted. Because I bought Ooh. him I bought him golf one time, and it was either free or really cheap. I can't remember, but he had a good day. Yes. Um... But my jam. Did they, the, did they bring the thermos? Oh no, not back then. No, no. Oh, okay. No, no. We were we were all teetotalers back then. So. Um. So my favorite though is mini golf. I love mini golf. Mini golf. So I have always wanted to putt putt at Disney, and I did it for the first time actually just a few weeks ago. Ooh. When the parents were here, mm-hmm. there were there was no thermos. No thermals. <laughs> there was no thermos. Um, but there are too many golf courses at Disney. There's Winter Summerland, which is over by Blizzard Beach mm-hmm. Water Park, mm-hmm. and there's also the Fantasia mm-hmm. Mini Golf. We have a Boardwalk. Right? Yes, okay. Boardwalk, uh, like Swan and Dolphin area. In that gas station. <laughs> yeah, and then the random. It used to be Hess, and it was really pretty, and now it's something else, and no. it's not as pretty. But anyway, Speedway. Yeah. Most expensive gas probably in Orlando really? at this gas station. Oh, but it's cheaper than where we live. Like, we fill up in Disney. Really? Oh, yeah. No it's cheaper way. than here. Oh, yeah. Really? For sure. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I have no idea. So, I used to go there before shifts when I worked at the boardwalk and, like, get, like, a candy bar and, like, Aww. a soda. <laughs> Big gulp. Yeah. When it was a heads. Yeah. <laughs> or is that 7-Eleven? Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, that's 7-Eleven, <laughs> but... You know, every gas yeah, station they has have the equivalent, equivalent of a big gulp. Anyway. So anyway, we went to Fantasia Mini Golf. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was so great. So the week that we went, just the whole world was busy. Uh-huh. So we get to Mini Golf. And there are two courses. One course is like a 60-minute wait. Ooh. One course, it says is a 30-minute wait. But when we walked up, there, were like, there's no wait. 
So like, like a wait to start? Like yeah. First put? Ooh. Yeah. What do you do while you I wait? Like, There's an hour wait for freaking mini golf? Yeah. Like what is happening? So anyway, we opted for the course with zero wait. Right. Because when we walked up, they were like, you can do this course and you can wait, or you can do this course and you can not wait. And I was like, okay, dude, well, what's the difference? And he was like, well, this one, the one with the weight, he's like, there's like, you know, it's your traditional mini golf. There's like props and there's like characters from Fantasia and blah, blah, blah. He said, or the other course, there's no weight for. He's like, this is the most challenging mini golf course in America. What? And And it's just like a putting green. There's no like characters there's no windmills there's no colors but we didn't want to wait because it was like five o'clock and we hadn't eaten dinner yet we were planning on going to the yacht club afterwards and we're already kind of hungry and he's Mm -hmm. like it takes twice as long to play the difficult course so my dad steps up and he's like let's play the hard course (laughs) so dad springs for mini golf for all of us which by the way it's more expensive than regular mini golf because you're at disney whatever roll with it what you gonna do so i am just gonna go ahead and give the recommend don't do the fun fantasia <laughs> course oh. so when you walk up and you're like paying mm-hmm. the fun course is to your right mm-hmm. the difficult course is to your left okay do the difficult course huh. it's so fun and they were like we didn't have to wait for anybody there were That's no kids nice. it was great so we did it purely out of convenience and then ended up having, like, the best time all Aww. weekend. So it definitely has, like I said, there's no, like, props or anything or, like, windmills or, like, crazy fun things. Like, you usually have a putt-putt, but the course itself, each hole is, like, so intricate and fun. Ooh, so it was hard. But yeah, it doesn't even, like, need all of that stuff. Okay. And so, and I even, I'm not that great at putt-putt but I shot only I think it was six over par Ooh. I was only one putt below my dad who was a like regular golfer wow. and is like fairly decent yeah. golfer that's great which was awesome and it took us ooh, I want to say an hour but it might have taken more like an hour and a half to play the whole yeah. thing but like we had a blast it was great so Aww. strong recommend to Fantasia mini golf Suck it up and play the hard course. Okay. Also, a little aside, the uh, the, the guy who, like, checked us out, like, I saw on his name tag that he was from a university. Hmm. And so I was like, oh, I was like, are you on the college program? I was like, that's so great. And he was like, yeah, I'm, like, done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I was like... All right. He was super, super cool. Like, yeah. he was very nice to us. But, you know, there are those people, especially, like, the younger kids who are, like, college from kids that just, they decided to just stay a little too long. Aww. And that poor kid, I was like, man, my heart goes out to you. It might be rough to work at the golf place, yeah. too. I don't know. But, like, for all my college from kids out there, like, maybe don't extend. Maybe just do, <laughs> maybe just do your normal program and go home. Just go home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bethany, what what else do we have besides Well, there's some other stuff. Other stuff. That's the category. And um, really, from what I have down, a lot of it's at the Grand Floridian. Oh, okay. So, um, which is kind of cool, is you can get some boat rentals. Oh, boat rentals. So, literally, it says, pilot your own adventure, according to WaltDisneyWorld.com, or WaltDisneyWorld.Disney.com. 
go. Anywho, but um, the prices aren't too bad. You can get boats for two people, for a lot of people. Um, and then also at Epcot, which is not on this, but off the top of my head, you can get like a pontoon boat. And I've seen them during Illuminations. You can rent it for, I've seen it like happy anniversary on the back. Like people rent them for like a reason or you could just do it if you wanted oh. to. And you can watch Illuminations or the fireworks like right under the France Bridge. They let you go like right up there. You can have drinks and stuff. I had no so, idea. So like if you had a group of like six people old chipped in, that'd mm-hmm. be really fun. I think there are also boat rentals over at... At Yacht and Beach. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm sure there are because there's that lagoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there are because by yeah. Boardwalk, they definitely I do. I mean, I think probably any of the resorts with like a lake area, there's yeah. probably some kind of boat and or jet ski rental mm-hmm. so, situation. Yeah. Um, Fort Wilderness does. They have canoe, kayak, so Ooh. all that fun. So you can just, you don't have to be a guest there. You can just go and rent and take your cruise. I mean, that sounds interesting. I like like the idea of the fireworks thing. Yeah. I would do that. Because you could probably go to probably the Grand or the Contemporary or the Polynesian, Mm -hmm. honestly, and get a a boat ride and just watch the fireworks from Mm -hmm. the lagoon and don't even pay to get into Magic Kingdom. great. Yeah. And then you don't have to, like, fight the crowds either. If you do that on a holiday, that'd probably be impossible. You'd have to, Mm -hmm. like do ahead or anywho yeah um Mm -hmm. another way to i don't know treat yourself is to do a spa day oh and there's obviously a lot of spas the um i've not been but senses i've heard so many good things at the grand floridian and obviously they have lots of weird packages for ailments and if you're (laughs) pregnant or you got a weird back spasm (laughs) like (laughs) there's a lot of options so um yeah like a lot of the i mean obviously it is called grand florida resort and spa right right but um yeah i think wilderness also has one so a lot of those like at disney world keystone um hotels have them but look around like if that's something you just want to do with your mom like nice fun girls weekend it's a great option. For you sure, know? for sure. And it's sure. Disney, so I bet, like, it'd be an experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm not a big spa person, but, no. I think I've only idea. ever gotten one. Well, no, I've gotten two professional massages in my life. One of them was, like, on a cruise ship. Oh, okay. And it was pretty great. Yeah. It was pretty great. So I feel like this would be good for, especially, like, a special occasion. Like mm-hmm. you said, like a Mother's Day party. party. That'd yeah. be fun. Definitely. And then, like, I'm sure after, you know, with the spa, you can, like, head down to a bar, have a cocktail. Ugh. Ugh. Is that, like, <laughs> counteract your release of toxins? I don't, I don't right. know. I don't care. <laughs> if I'm doing me, so then. Don't judge me, babe. <laughs> don't judge me. Um, so then resort hopping, that's our other category. Yeah. And that's obviously, like, a thing you do. Like, everyone knows sure. about that. But. For sure. Resort hopping is, like, maybe, well, I wouldn't say it's the best way to spend an on-park day. It can definitely be the cheapest way to spend an For on-park sure. day. Depending. Or not. Because, yeah. like, golf is expensive yeah. and, like, spa is expensive. But, you know, it's a nice splurge. Um, resort harp- hopping, you can kind of, like, spend as little or as much as you want. For sure. Um, and there are there are a few different like loops you mm-hmm. can do. Um, one of my favorite resort hopping loops is the boardwalk loop. Ooh, yes. So on the boardwalk loop, you have boardwalk, obviously, yacht and beach. That's the immediate loop. Yes. If you want to get crazy, you can also add swan and dolphin yeah. to that loop. That's, and I think you need you got to. to. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, if you've if you've never done 
boardwalk, yacht and beach. Gotta do that first. Mm-hmm. If you've been there before, I am definitely gonna recommend Ad Non Dolphin because it's kind of like a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. There are several good restaurants. Yeah, they have good bars. Yes. I think it's the Dolphin's the good one. I don't remember. <laughs> Actually, I will tell you, oh, it's hard. I always get them confused. Yeah. But it seems like, so the Dolphin is the bigger resort yes. where most of the rooms are. But yes. I think, like, a lot of the good restaurants are at the Swan. Ooh, okay. Um, so Kimono's, which is a sushi restaurant, it's at the Swan. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Like, the sushi is not anything over the top. It's just, like, it's good basic sushi. Yeah. But, like, it's a smaller restaurant, and it's a little more intimate. And I also nice. feel like it's, a, like, kind of a best-kept secret. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need a reservation. It opens at 5, and, like, you get there, you can go right in. They also have a lounge if you just want to, like, sit and, like, split a roll and have a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, there's this beautiful, like, promenade leading up to the dolphin. Yes. With a big fountain. Mm-hmm. And they do, like, nightly shows. Really? Yes. There are, like, lights and music. Uh Uh-huh. And it's a great just little, like, stroll. It's like a romantic stroll. So if you want to, like, get a beverage, take a stroll, or even coordinate dinner there, it's great. Um, Last, well, it wasn't last 4th of July. A couple 4th of Julys ago, we did that. We stayed at the Dolphin. Oh, yeah, you did. Uh Uh-huh. We had the best time. Aww. We went over to the uh, the ice cream parlor at Boardwalk, uh, Ample Hills. Uh-huh. We went to Abracadabar. On 4th of July? Yes. And it wasn't crazy? Well, it was 4th of July weekend, yeah. So it was like, it might have been like the 3rd, but it was 4th of July weekend. Oh. So we did that. We like hung out with the bartenders, got to know mm-hmm. them. Then we went over to the Shula's Lounge mm-hmm. at Dolphin. Shula's is, y'all, it's like... The it's one of the best steakhouses probably in Orlando Ooh. definitely on Disney property yes I have heard that but we just hung out in the lounge again bartender was top notch we like shared a drink we had some some really great soup because like pro tip in a lot of the lounges the signature lounges you can order right off the main menu. oh yeah most you can so if you don't have like two three hundred dollars to drop on dinner at Shula's you can go sit in the lounge and split a plate a soup a drink. <laughs> or whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's the boardwalk loop. Mm-hmm. I and mean, there's you can rent a Surrey bike if you want. Oh, I've always wanted to do those. Pedal around the boardwalk. Um, there's, there's a lot happening. Like, there's magic shows on the boardwalk yeah. at night. Like, there's a lot going on yeah, over there. Yeah, the entertainment. Uh, there are some, like, gift shops and stuff. Like, right. you can do a little shopping along the boardwalk. Uh, there's the Boardwalk Bakery is a favorite mm-hmm. of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's a lot there. You can, you could probably kill a half a day yeah. on oh, that loop, easily. honestly. Yeah, and you can, uh, the boat, you can ride the boat. The boat goes across the lake, so, like, from Boardwalk to Yacht and Beach. It goes over to Swan and Dolphin. It goes to Hollywood Studios. It goes to Epcot. Um, so that's that's a fun, that's just, it's just, it's, it's a fun day. Mm-hmm. You can just sort of, like, get lost and explore your own favorite things. Also, pro tip, something I forgot to mention. Um, so I was wondering what the parking situation would be like at Fantasia Mini Golf. Yeah. It's, like, right across from Swan mm. Dolphin. Um, I see where you're going. So, used to, you could park at the Boardwalk employee parking lot and walk over to the Boardwalk. Mm-hmm. They have since fixed the gate, and now you mm. cannot get in unless you are a Boardwalk employee. Um, but now I have learned you can totes park at Pantasian Mini Golf and just walk over to Swan and Dolphin. Oh. So... Free parking, good part, Good pro tip. Yes. So I was hoping it would work out that way, and it did. It was about a 
15 minute walk from the Fantasia mini golf parking lot over to uh, the Ale and Compass at Yacht Club. I will pay my time more yes. than $20 at the boardwalk. Yes. Uh, so. Or Warren Dauphin. Yeah. Um, real quick, speaking of loops, I wonder what a potential gondola loop will look like. Oh, I can't wait for a gondola no. loop. I'm ready to experience it. And the things you can do on there. Which, did you see the article about the wind, how that's supposed to work with no air conditioning? No, but there, we speculated about There this. is a system in There's which, system. however, the air currents flow when it is, you can't see me, but I'm like waving my hands like a crazy person. <laughs> but however, it's hanging in the air and wind goes up. Through it. Ventilate. It will do that. Yeah. So we'll have to try it and mm. do a loop and see what's there and ride the gondolas. Yeah, but... I'm excited. So we'll report back. But we may have to do a whole episode about yeah. the gondola loop. Oh, yeah. That'll be... I'm excited. It'll be fun. But there's yeah. good spots on there, so... Yeah. So another... Okay, so I feel like the boardwalk loop is like a premium loop. Yeah. And then Bethany's going to talk about the Magic Kingdom loop in a little bit, which is also a premium loop. Right. Um, but if you're looking for a moderate loop, <laughs> the gondola loop will probably be one of those. But another good moderate loop, Port Orleans, mm. which you guys, I've stayed at a lot of Disney resorts. And I think that Port Orleans is really just my favorite. I mean, you know, you can't beat the deluxe resorts, I'm sure. But, like, bang for your buck as far as, like, premium enjoyment. I love Port Orleans. It's great. And the Port Orleans loop is, I was going to say a little bit smaller, but maybe not. Because you can do, um, okay, so French Quarter is smaller. Riverside's bigger. Riverside, you can do carriage horse rides Mm -hmm. at a fee. Um, You can go over to French Quarter. You can get beignets. That's where the beignets are. Mm-hmm. Haven't had them in a long time. Last time I had them, they didn't rock my socks off because they had like cinnamon on them. And I was no. like, this is more like a Sophia than a beignet. <laughs> um, so maybe check those out. But like the whole resort is just very, it's like lit by gas lamp. It's very romantic. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really great place to take a stroll. But also you can then grab a boat and go over to Disney Springs. Oh, so not realize they're connected. Yes. So you could theoretically, boat not Disney theoretically, Springs. factually, <laughs> you could park at Disney Springs yeah. and then take the boat over to Port Orleans. Or you could park at Port Orleans and take the boat over to Disney Springs. But on the pro tip, you have to pay to park. Yeah. We think at the resort. I'm assuming now. Who at knows this anymore? Point. Um, but Disney Springs, Port Orleans, connected by boat. Good food. Carriage rides, lovely stroll. Yeah. Hmm. It's a great place to just sort of, honestly, I think it might be a good place to like take a first date and just kind of like explore. Yeah. Kind of get lost. That would be sweet. It's a good place to like have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And they also have uh, at least one good bar at, I can't remember if it's Riverside or Port Orleans. It's nothing fancy. Mm-hmm. But again, I feel like the Disney bartenders are all like, top-notch, yeah. and they're all there to, like, visit with you and give you their tips and stuff. So, Port Orleans Loop. All right. Another great one. Love it. Well, I feel like Magic Kingdom Loop, the monorail loop, mm-hmm. hop, whatever you want to call it, is not a secret. Like, everyone knows it. I feel like one of the tricky things is getting on it now, <laughs> again, because of the parking situation. Yeah. So, which during blockout days, do they let you still park? In yeah. The park? Yeah, for sure. Really? Oh, I don't, okay. I'm, well, I mean, I w- I've never had a problem. I've never tried because I just stay away. <laughs> okay, well, what I would tell you to do, though, is park 
Park at Epcot. Don't park at Magic Kingdom. Oh. I mean, if you're blocked at it when you're blocked in at both. But just yeah. for convenience sake, park at Epcot. Get on the monorail. Really well? Yeah. Because think about Magic Kingdom. You can't ever walk to the monorail on Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah, you're right. So you, you gotta do right. the tram thing. So you'll have one I more connection, ultimately but Ultimately, it'll be wise. the same amount of time, though. Because mm-hmm. once you go through security at Epcot, and then you have to do it again. Well, no, you don't have to go through security to get you on the do. monorail. Oh, yes, you no, do. you don't have to get on the monorail, do you? Yeah. Well, nope, you're right. Yeah. You are so right. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's what we typically do just to get to Magic Kingdom now, too. Because I hate Magic Kingdom parking. Like, it yeah. is the worst. So we, if we want to maybe end at Epcot, we'll just start at Epcot. Right. And run over there. But mm-hmm. I guess, like, that is a good way. I would even suggest even Disney Springs then, you know? Well, except. But, I mean, that'll take 10 years with the bus. Right. But still, because does Disney Springs go straight? Well, yeah, it will go straight to a park. Yeah. You wouldn't have to connect at a resort. Oh, it would just go straight to a resort. Or go to a Which, if we're monorail hopping, oh, we want to yeah. do that. Okay, so y'all, seriously though, parking at Disney Springs might be the new magic token because if you park all the way at the back of Orange, you go down the escalator, the buses are right there. Yeah. And especially like those bigger areas, they have buses coming like Mm -hmm. all the time. So, Mm -hmm. Although I will say we did that. We took a bus from Disney Springs to Yacht Club. And then getting back to Disney Springs from Yacht Club, we had to wait like 20 minutes. Or just minivan at that point or whatever. Here's another thing, though. I feel like general wisdom about resort hopping. Just don't be in a hurry. That, too. That is a leisure thing. So be leisure about it. You're kind of getting lost and exploring new things. Yeah, for sure. Just maybe don't be in a hurry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a good tip. So anyway, about the monorail hop. Monorail hop. What are your tips? Before I beat a dead horse, um, one way we'll do it is we just get a reservation at one of those hotels. Like I love Kona. So we'll just, Mm -hmm. and that obviously will let you into the parking lot without an issue. You have your reservation. So then we'll just go eat at Polynesian and then go to the rest of the places. So Parking at one of the resorts would be ideal. So. But then, especially during blockout days and peak, like, they're very funny about it. Right. Like, so, so if you don't have a dinner res, mm-hmm. don't yeah. even, do don't not even attempt. Don't worry about it. You will so. waste more time. Mm-hmm. Do not attempt. Security. Except for one time, we wanted to, we did genuinely want to go to Kona to eat, but we have a reservation. We're like, oh, we'll just walk in because it's usually not too busy right and the security guard was like yeah i can't let y'all in you need a reservation we literally by the time we looped around we're like here's our reservation like it was that easy to get one <laughs> like so don't worry about it if you're trying to get one so anywho nice um we love to do that and so obviously polynesian is super fun you can get a dole whip any time of the year so yep. if you're that's what you're hankering for there's some good spots just to hang and they have um some of the best like dinner show like they have the ohana and the other one the camera with the fire dancers um anywho uh, yeah i don't remember what the name of it is it's on the beach and yeah that one um (laughs) so there's a lot to do over there and then next obviously is grand floridian which especially during the holidays is really any holiday like for easter they have a bunch of eggs they decorate oh they did i did not go to polynesian but um contemporary had a bunch of eggs too that all different artists do in disney themes just and some chocolate ones so that's cool to check out 
Um, and then, um, so Grand Floridian has that. They have um, Don't shopping. they have, like, a tea party that you they can do? They do have the tea party. Mm-hmm. That one is, it seems a little kitty. They, like, sing at you and mm-hmm. stuff, which is kind of a, mm, for I me. Mean, I love tea and, like, the idea of tea time. So it's on the list. But, and you know they're redoing um, one of the bars for that Beauty and the Beast lounge? I heard about that. I didn't know where it was going to be. Grand Floridian. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're going to have a lot of themed, like, a library room and it seems very neat which i like also if they're opening the riviera resort which is supposed to be very european and french certainly makes sense but whatever Mm, it probably won't be very like storybook princessy though it'll be very like like it's just inspired Mm -hmm. yeah so we'll see but that's something to look forward to um and then obviously contemporary would be last on the loop other than that weird stuff at magic kingdom or yeah, Magic Kingdom too. Mm-hmm. You just wave and don't get off. Um, <laughs> is contemporary, and they have California Grill, which is like one of the best restaurants. Mm-hmm. Chef Mickey's. Oh, Chef Mickey's. Chef Mickey's. Great and for I, breakfast. It, yeah, I've never heard good things for dinner, but <laughs> that would right. That would be a, another good one if you want to have a reservation. So you can park it contemporary. Yes. That yes. would be a good one. Be very worth it. Um, and then you know the contemporary is just cool to like check out. They have that neat glass tile mural situation and for sure anyway um and then i guess an extension of that is like wilderness lodge because if you take a boat you're just right over there and they have a ton of things over there they have um that dinner show um hoop-de-doo i've always that's like do you know it's the longest like dinner show in america or something really? like longest running yeah i've never been but i've heard that it's awesome or they have great fried chicken and i'm here <laughs> for that <laughs> well you know wilderness lodge also has and i don't know if you can partake in this if you're not a guest but they do like marshmallow roast every you night can. Yeah, there's just there's a lot going yeah. on over well over at Fort so Fort Wilderness and Wilderness Lodge are two different things, but yeah. anyway, yeah, but yeah, so there's a lot. And if you're into that camping situation, mm-hmm. like and like the Wilderness Lodge, just like cheap. lobby is amazing. Mm-hmm. And they also have I can't remember is it Whispering Canyon? Yes, there's a restaurant over there that's like real quirky. Yes, and like uh, it's kind of like fifties primetime cafe in that like. They have rules. So, like, if you're like, oh, I need ketchup, they bring you, like, 20 ketchup bottles, uh, and they, like, they do all kinds of, like, quirky stuff. Yeah. So. That's a good spot. That's a wilderness lodge. Yeah. Yeah. I've not eaten there, but I've heard the ketchup thing. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They do all kinds of fun um, stuff. Yeah. I can never remember the difference between Fort Milner's and Wilderness Lodge, but anyway. Well, because, like, Wilderness Lodge is, like, the big the fancy lodge hotel. Itself. Okay. Fort Wilderness is campsites and cabins. Oh. Uh, Okay. Yes. And Fort Wilderness is so big that, like, you have to, like, take a bus to yes, different you, parts of it. They drive you in, essentially. Yeah. It's mm. huge. We stayed at a cabin one time, and this was back when they were cheaper. They've since hiked the prices up. Uh, yes, they have. But back when the cabins were affordable, it was a, a big living room and a bedroom and a bathroom. Um, the bedroom had, like, bunk beds and, I think, Ooh. and a normal bed. And then the living room had a Murphy bed. And there's oh, a kitchen. Cool. So it was, like, great value, which I guess it still is. But back then, it was even better values. Um, but then, of course, you're right there close to Magic Kingdom. And yeah. there's so many, mm-hmm. so many things. And you used to be able to sneak over to River Country Ooh. from there. <laughs> but I wouldn't try it now. I think those days are over because now it's a construction site. And yes. there's probably security. Yes. <laughs> Um, R.I.P. The golden days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Anyway, 
anyway, before I wrap that up, um, there's horseback riding. Oh, yeah. And, yep, Chippendale, the movie nights. Um, I'm not super big into horses, but there's a lot of things to do yeah. over there. They do have a spa, too, so. So, the boats, I wonder, because I know the boats go to Magic Kingdom, but is that it? Does it go from Fort Wilderness to Wilderness Lodge to Magic Kingdom? Does it make that whole loop? I think. Uh, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. So, like, you could hang, you could, like, park at, well, you could park at any of the three and mm-hmm. then take the boat around. Mm-hmm. And the boat launches for um, all of the Magic Kingdom resorts are, are right there, kind of, like, next to the ferry yes. launch. Yes. So, there's, like, there are signs posted and you can kind of pick which one you want to. Mm-hmm. But I think the one on. that does, like, can, not contem- um yeah, like, the Grand Floridian and Polly are separate. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. They do their own kind so of trail. So that loop is different, which if I was going to do that, I would get on the resort monorail anyway. Yeah. Which, by the way, another pro tip, um, if it's crazy and you're trying to leave. Always go resort. Yeah. Don't take the regular monorail back out to the parking lot. Just get on the resort monorail. Mm-hmm. Because. We even, we will walk <laughs> to the contemporary and get on that one. Just because oh. sometimes even the resort one will be a little longer because people know that a little bit. But by the time you walk there, you just get right on the monorail and so then it goes smart. to the parking lot. I have never thought of that. That yeah. is very smart. Oh. It's also good in the rain, too, when oh, everyone's, like, yeah. scattering. You're just, just – you might get a little wet. But, like, if you have an umbrella, just well, go for it. Well, here's the thing, too. I feel like technically – I mean, depending upon how crowded the park is – the resort monorail might not necessarily be faster. Mm-hmm. Walking to the contemporary might not necessarily be faster, but it's going to be less stressful. Yes, 100%. Right. So if it takes you the same amount of time or even, let's say, five minutes longer. I will take it. Isn't it worth it? I think And you so. feel like you're, like, actually moving. You're not just right. standing in line, like, right. like you're going somewhere. Yeah. That's, you like, the best way to get in a bad mood is to just be in the Disney shuffle. Yes. The Disney <laughs> waddle. Like, oh, especially at the end of the day is the worst. Oh, yes. If it's <laughs> raining and you're tired hungry and... So then the last thing we have on our list of non-Disneyland, Disneyland, Disney World park things to do is Disney Springs, which in itself is just a huge topic in general. So I think we're going to take it into next episode or just another episode coming up. So um, Disney Springs has changed so much. Obviously, it was downtown Mm -hmm. Disney. So um, a lot is going on. A lot is still happening and being built there. So want to cover that for another day so yeah well thanks for listening to us and i hope you got some good tips of a non-disney day whether that be kind of in that area or on your sofa watching (laughs) all the movies (laughs) give us your tips what do you do on a non-park day we'd love to hear it Thanks for joining us today, Natives. If you enjoyed our show, we'd love if you would review, rate, and subscribe to our channel. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Native Pod. Also, check out our website, DisneyNative.com, for the latest blogs, episodes, and more. Until next time, have a magical day.